This week on the Pushball Legs podcast, we went to the Serial Killer Cafe. Dan has been enjoying everybody's squat videos, and I have been finding pull-ups pretty hard. I'm red now, Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Dan Meek. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bud? I'm reds too, mate. I was reds five so minutes reds. early. <laughs> so reds. i tell you what I am reds for, is going back <laughs> to Serial Killer Cafe. I'm ready. Let's go. Straight now. in. Blam. Yeah. Straight back. Hey, all our meetings now take place in the Serial Killer Cafe. Realise that that is where the next PPL meetup's going to be. 100%. And we're going to be there all day, so yeah. no no excuses for anyone to not come. <laughs> wow, that place. That place mm. is somewhere else. So big shout out to my client, Danny. Um, Danny on. Rock, who went to... Um, Body the Barn, one in, right? Yeah, at Body Barn on Instagram. If you're in the Shropshire area, go check it out. Um, <laughs> and uh, he went to the Birmingham serial killer, and he said it was really good, and he brought me a menu back. And I looked at the menu and I was going into London. I was like, Tom, we're going. It needs to be done. Let's just do it. Let's go. And I have to say, I know they had a lot of slack. They had a lot of flack about yeah, oh, paying four or five pounds for a bowl of cereal. It's like, no, if you just think you're going to rock up there and pay three quid for a bowl of cereal, you're wrong. Because much like you'd, why would you pay three pounds for a coffee at Starbucks? Well, you do it because it's like, obviously they do more than just a black coffee. But not only that, you're paying for the convenience and the fact you're out on the go and getting a takeaway. So, shit argument. It's like when you go shake away, you're having a milkshake. You have all the different chocolates in it and all that sort of stuff. But basically, you can create cocktails of cereals. And not only that, they have different toppings, candies, different flavoured milks. And I'm really excited to try loads of different combinations. I, I mean, I wish I wasn't dieting because I would have had more than one bowl. 100%. 100%. And they'd have taken loads of my money. <laughs> um, but yeah, what did you think, Tom? Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, like uh, I said on in the group, like, I was a bit sceptical because obviously I've been in London since it first opened. Um, and it got a lot of flack like when it first opened. It was like, oh, these hipsters just going to like, open this up. Nobody's going to pay that like three, four, five quid for a bowl of cereal. It's just, um, yeah, it'll die. <sighs> Two years later, they got three, three gaffes. Yeah, so. you know, it's, it's I mean, it, I'm not going to lie. It was a bit overwhelming. I was like, <laughs> I really was like, oh, my God, there's if, so much here I want to try. Like, if you had to, obviously, they've made the concept where you can, they've created their own cereal cocktails where mm. they've helped you out and just, bung some stuff together that like probably should go together but if yeah. you didn't have that as your first time you'd be like fuck this i have no idea what i want um, oh there's, yeah there's <laughs> too much. it would be too much like you wouldn't have like i think next time i go i would consider making my own yeah. now i'm aware of what's available what's there? there um but yeah so i had um it was called don't have a cinnamon and it was cinnamon toast crunch with apple jacks with curiously cinnamon topped with honey with milk on it um, and then I had a salted caramel hot chocolate because I wanted something chocolatey as well. And I was umming and ahhing between a chocolatey cereal. So I went with the cinnamon based cereal and then the hot chocolate on the side. It's yeah. good. It's quite happy with my choice. To be <laughs> I, honest, went, but I went, what did I go? You've got the menu right in front of you. You had, you had Miss American Pie, which was I did, yeah. Apple Jacks, cinnamon Cheerios 
whipped cream, crushed digestives, and custard milk, which Ooh, yeah. was, that was the only thing other thing I would say about the only negative, the only negative is that there wasn't quite enough milk. It was there like, was, a, yeah, like, yeah, that's... it was a tiny bit of milk. And I was like, you could have doubled the amount of milk and there still probably wouldn't have been. <laughs> um, I like a lot of milk on mine, but I can see why they don't do it. And it's so it doesn't go too soggy too quick, but yeah. speed at which we ate it, it wouldn't have mattered. No. Um, 100%. But next time I go, so second on the list, the ones I was um and in between, but the reason I didn't go for this one is because I had a hot chocolate, but next time I wouldn't, I just had two bowls of cereal, um, <laughs> was the shooty, shooty, bang, bang, which was Crave, Milky Way Magic Stars, Nutella, Popping Candy, and White Chocolate Milk. But I would also get an extra cereal added to that, because as Tom had pointed out, there is only, only one cereal. Only one cereal in there. You're man. paying for the toppings with that. So I'd probably go... <laughs> I'd go with the Crave, the, the Magic Stars, and the Nutella, and then I might consider putting in um, Cocoa Pops or Chocolate Marshmallow Mateys. I think you've got to go for that, because Cocoa Pops are just... Cocoa Pops and Crave is something I do regularly. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's what I thought about. So, unless you just want to come to my flat and we'll do that, that would be absolutely fine. But, we'll see. <laughs> we can go through that. Um, there's, there's another good one here as well. I, I, I'm I, again now thinking I should have gone for this one as well. Um, but again, it, the only reason I didn't was because the cereals are too similar. So the bowl of Chino, yeah, cocoa, cocoa pops, Nesquik, flake, a cafe curl biscuit, and espresso milk. Now that would be nice, but it's Nesquik and cocoa pops. You might as well have the same cereal. Um, so they need to kind of maybe think about how to, to change that up. But hey. Another, I mean, there's loads of different. I don't want to go through the whole menu and bore you because <laughs> you know you can just go and look at it yourself. But um, it was, and you know, you can get pop tarts and a bit of toast with it, and there's all the different toppings you can get and different flavored milks. Like I wouldn't go for normal milk next time. I'd go for like custard milk, white chocolate milk, something like that. So yeah, it was um, it was really really good. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it, and I definitely will be going back. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Mm. Do it, Camden. Go to the market, bam. Do it. Yeah, and if you do go, tag us in the post and let us know what cereal you have so we can have a little look. I'd be interested to know what Danny had, actually. I didn't ask him. I didn't ask him what he had. I feel like I did, but I, I, he might have told me. I'm not too sure. I'm not on a scroll through my Instagram. Knowing Danny, right, This is, Danny would have had, like, Rice Krispies plain on their own. <laughs> he doesn't like that much milk. So that's why he would have enjoyed it, to be fair. Um, <laughs> Rice Krispies yeah, the, plain. Guys on, the guys on like 500 grams of carbs I'm like oh so, so what are you eating he's like oh I just had you know just Rice Krispies just straight out of the pack I'm like come on Danny mate what? you can do better, than <laughs> <laughs> do better than that. come on come on um, we're, we're getting there we're slowly getting there down in Rice Krispies that's amazing yeah. <laughs> fair good way to get your carbs in well I mean, they're, yeah. just, they're just rice really aren't they exactly mate we'll, we'll, we'll mix it up we'll mix pop it rice up. we're good alright um, yeah but this is that's where Dan and me Myself and Dan, uh, host our business meetings. So we had a bit of podcast mm. chat. That's about it. But didn't really get much done because we were focused on Syria too much. So that's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as we normally do when we meet up. But it was good. It was nice. Wow. Apparently Dan's going to cough all over this episode. So I apologize for all <laughs> already. He did slyly do it just then. I'm like, going to basically, I'm going to mute my microphone. So if ever he kind of cuts out, it's because yeah, I'm not talking because I've cut, I'm in a <laughs> fit. Um, it'll make for better, it'll make for a better podcast. It'll make for a better podcast, but I'm going to be like, just looking at you, probably yeah. just <laughs> coughing on my screen. If I take longer than a minute, really... I might be joking, but, <laughs> I might um... have to pause and just be like, so filler, great, I'm going to talk about yeah. this random shit. Um... <laughs> um, we did chat a bit about guests and stuff, and we'd love to hear from you if there's any guests you think you'd like to get on. And we kind of want to get, 
maybe some people that we haven't either haven't had on yet or people that are maybe a bit more out there um people maybe that you know you haven't heard much from on podcasts or anything like that and just anyone really let's um let's have a little look around and see if we can get on and yeah throw some names out there i've just thought of one actually that is a bit out there who i might ask i don't even know him i've never spoke to him but i like what he does so maybe i'll send him a message but we'll keep that secret yeah, right that's now critic. Yeah. great cool i, I don't buy, know but i found out yeah. well you find out yeah, <laughs> on skype um, one day hey dan meet <laughs> yeah anyway i should really put this menu away because i'm still looking at you it, and I'm really at it. Re- put it aside all right we've got some topics yeah. to talk about today um so yeah. dan uh mentioned me in his stories obviously um about but he, he wasn't invoking this that i can't squat but there was uh some squatting stuff that you wanted to rant about anyway oh god like seriously what has happened to the fitness world people just can't squat anymore like i keep seeing it more and more and more it's like people uploading their squats and instagram stories and like i'm like that's not a squat like it's not you don't don't follow many people as well exactly (laughs) i don't so that's what i mean is like the people i do follow i genuinely usually like so you imagine that i follow i think i follow about 180 people right but also on instagram story you can mute people so you can mute them so you don't ever see them Mm. so i only actually see people that i actually like yeah so some of the people i actually have to message them and go look that's that you need to work on that like that's not good um (laughs) But also the people that I do follow, you know, you'd like to think, oh, they're respectable in the industry. Well, they're not. But um, 180 people, I swear to God, the squats I see daily, it's embarrassing. And I can't be asked with trolling them like shit. It's just a waste of time. But um, it just makes me realize that people look up to these people. Like, they've got more followers than me, you know. So they must be more intelligent than me, obviously. Um, so a lot of people look up to them and watching their videos. And then all these people are commenting like, oh, sick squat, great squat, brilliant work. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, it's really not um and you can work on your squat and get better at squatting like no one no one necessarily is born to be able to squat all the way you know to below parallel i've had plenty of clients who are tight can barely move who i get squatting below parallel like it's not it's not rocket science it takes a bit of time takes a bit of practice but you can always work your full range of motion and i know from looking at these people that it's not their full range of motion because i know that they can go further than 45 degrees at their hips it's not hard um and it just really annoys me because I had a, I had a brief encounter with someone the other day and they were chatting about their squat and they were like, oh, um, yeah, my PB, I, well, I find that, w- that the second I get close to rep, my rep max, um, I find my form's not as good as I don't, and I don't get as low. And I was like, right, okay. They're like, yeah, so I, I like, I have, when I'm at my one rep max, I don't quite hit parallel. I'm like, so it's not your rep max then, is it? I was like, stop putting 70 kilos on your back and just half squat in. Your rep max is what you can squat to depth with. So they're like, oh, to get full depth, I have to lower the weight. I'm like, yes, yes, to squat properly, yeah. And it's like, it's like me saying, oh, my rep max is 140 because I can unrack it. So, yeah. It's not, it's not. You can't unrack 140, Dan. It's not not full range, but I can hold up my back and step out with it. So, and I can bend my hips a little bit. So it it counts. It's right, my rep max. So, oh, I can't, I squat in my rep max anymore. Oh, I don't know. It's because it's not your rep max that's why like and 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 some of the people that i've been watching are power lifters like legitimately they get marked in a competition for it and i'm not talking about you tom <laughs> like they don't squat below parallel i'm like hang on a minute you're gonna be judged on this like and i'm i don't mind and like, i don't reason i don't really care about what they do is that they're just fooling themselves they're just kidding themselves it's like oh i put 10 kilos on my squat in four weeks no you didn't you just squatted 10 degrees less than you did before. 
you've still got the same squat. You're just kidding yourself. Um, and it frustrates me because it's like this whole concept around trying to outdo people and, and do your rep max and beat your PBs and stuff. And like my squat is nowhere is not good. I'm not claiming to be really, really strong. I'm not claiming to have an amazing, like amazingly strong squat. But I can squat 100 kilos, full range, for 10 reps comfortably. Like, I'm all right. I'm quite cool with that. Yes, I don't have a 150 kilo squat. I don't have a double body weight squat. I'm not claiming to be fucking amazing. It's, it's not an amazing achievement anyway, Tom. <laughs> yes. Um, but my, my point is that like I've still seen really good development in my legs because I squat full range. And yes, I may not be as strong as some other people, but... I'd rather squat 100 kilos for 10 reps consistently, full range, than kid myself into thinking that I can do 120 and, and fucking half the range. It's pointless. It's a waste of time. Um, so I just think it's worth people really checking themselves and going, right, am I videoing my lifts? Am I looking at what I'm doing? Is this actually full range? Now, I'm all for some people occasionally busting a gut and going for an all-out AMRAP set and a couple of the reps maybe aren't quite perfect. Don't, I'm fine with that. If you're doing three tens though, and the first set and the second set aren't good range, you're fucking up somewhere. Like you shouldn't be doing it like that. You need to go back and look at what you're doing. Um, and it just it just frustrates me when I see it because, and I, I make my clients video a lot of their lists and I send them to me and I'm like, no, go back to basics. Like strip that weight off. Let's let's go back. People come to like our master classes, our workshops, and it's oh yeah, what do you squat? Oh, I squat ninety. It's like okay, put ninety on. Okay, we need to take some weight off that bar. Now go lower. Now what happens? Oh, my God, my glutes are fucking killing me. I feel it loads. I'm like, yeah. Like, so we've lowered the weight, but you're feeling it more in your legs. Like, if you want them to grow, that's what you need. Um, and, yeah, just I just don't get it. But I th- I, well, I do get it. They're doing it for their ego. They're doing it because they think they're getting stronger. But like, I just don't understand that how they don't see it. I mean, I yeah, I mean, there's a whole, this whole Instagram page, isn't there? Quarter Scott Gang devoted to uh taking the piss oh, out I'm of start tagging people in that <laughs> taking the piss out of uh basically quarter squatters or half school squatters really just kind of knee bends the classic knee bend so i'm gonna play exactly like i've yeah. seen a popular a popular instagram fitness professional twenty thousand followers just pure knee flexion literally pure knee flexion knee completely flexion. completely bolt upright squatting half down halfway down just knees bending forward over the toes which is fine nothing wrong with it but then coming back up again, 140 for 10 reps, brilliant. It's not. It's not. <laughs> right, so I'm going to play a little bit, well, not devil's advocate, but give reasons for legitimate reasons, okay? And if you come back with these when Dan starts trolling people for quarter squatting, <laughs> then that's it might be fine. Or ways to get around it and maybe ways to start thinking, oh, can I squat any lower? So um, I actually wrote down I wrote down a few because the title the, the subheading was Dan can't squat. I'm gonna basically. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something before you even do this. Yeah. I'm gonna say I guarantee anyone I can spend an hour with them and I can guarantee I can get them squatting deeper than they're currently squatting. Guaranteed. Unless unless you're already below parallel. I mean people above <laughs> parallel. I was okay. like I'll I'll throw I'll say that because not it, the thing that bugs me is I'm not talking about people that are hitting parallel or their hips below their knee and it's like not quite their hamstrings touching their calves. I'm not talking about them. I am talking about people whose hips are higher than their knees and they then start moving up again. I'm like, no, just no. Your, your femur is not parallel to the floor. No. Like, that's acceptable. But these people aren't even getting that. 
They're not even getting to so, that point. So obviously, the yeah, the golden thing I think across the board is normally like a parallel squat or femur pointing down, basically knee. Yeah, hip um, bloke knee. Hip yeah. So I think the so powerlifting usually for like the GBPF or the PF, like the WPF, would be that's the most legitimate powerlifting federation. No drugs, um, but they say femur pointing, yeah, pointing up. So they have to get my femur point up again so hip blow knee essentially um but so these can be these can be changed though because obviously uh we've got a certain few factors that will limit or basically give you um your mechanics in your squat obviously daniel um so number one anybody that knows how to do this or go check out somebody who can range of motion testing so there's literally only a couple of range of motion tests you have to do so that would be oh dan's it's just coughing all the way it's great um <laughs> obviously there's some pain on your face but range of motion testing so the easiest one we know is hip flexion um that is probably the ability for you to like basically if you were just standing up and bring your knee as close to your chest as possible without your basically your pelvis tucking under as much that is hip flexion um as high as you can go so if you can get your knee higher than your hip you can probably squat. Um, you're probably okay. You just can't elicit that load. If you, if, cannot, you can get, if you can get your knee higher than your hip, you mean? That's what you said. You said hip higher than your knee. No, I definitely did not. We can go you back def- and listen to that. I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> but yeah, knee higher than your hip. Good. Yeah. Um, so you can do that. Obviously, you might need to do a little bit. I'm going to go for abduction of the hip. Just because not many people basically squat straight forward, I'd imagine. Yes, Dan? Good. All right. Um. <laughs> well, this is the thing, though, isn't it? Like, this is my point is... So, knee, just having some classic knee flexion would they might people... just be They might just be having their feet on train tracks going straight forward. Yeah. And this is my point is that it's not... It oh. sometimes isn't a hard fix, but my no. point is that you can play around with your squat stance to make sure you find the one that works. Yeah, for sure. Right. So, an easy, a, a really uh, weird one is... Uh, for I, sometimes I do this and I'll ask a client to just jump up and down three times and then whichever spot they land on after about three jumps, that's where they're going to squat. That's where they're most comfortable taking impact. Um, so the chances are they're going to be able to absorb it a little bit better. They might be in there, but that's obviously a less scientific you're so, view. You're so clever, Tom. I know. It's, it's actually it's a, what an amazing thing to do. But, and very, very, very easy to do. It, but... Trust me on this, and I know this is barbaric, especially the way some people seem to have uh, their view on squatting, is when they land, I'm going to guarantee their feet will not be perfectly aligned. There nope. will be slightly external rotation on one side yep. or one over. Um, but, yeah, fuck it. They don't need to. Like, it's fine. <laughs> who, who says we have to be completely symmetrical? We're not. So it'd be absolutely fine. Um, so then, so the range of motion testing, get that done by somebody who knows what they're doing. Um, so there's, but you can also, there's a simple one as well. If we, if there's a mechanical um, issue and they physically cannot get to depth, um, we can kind of test that very, very simply with a hip flexion rock back test. So a sit back test. So Dan, you actually know how to do one of these. I'm sure you haven't done it for probably three years though. That's the only mm. thing. Um so you'd be lying kind of prone in kind of if you had took your squat and then you lie down, you shifted ninety degrees, so your face was on the floor, like you're basically on all fours, and you just rock back yeah. and you're going through your hips and your knees. That is basically un completely unloaded squat, pretty much. Um you could even put yourself in an overhead position on the floor. 
Um, and then you're going to be able to see what kind of hip range you have. Um, obviously, near the bottom, you'll start to see where your butt wink, because um, your pelvic tilt starts to happen. But you should be able to see what where your depth of your squat should be to your butt wink, essentially. So you'll be able to look at, be like, all right, unloaded, that is where I should be able to go. On body weight, when I look like a sack of shit, then... <laughs> Then we know there's an issue there, but yeah, that's, this I is think. this is a mechanical restriction. If they cannot get below parallel in that movement in a Brock back test, they cannot get below parallel ever. Full stop. Done. Okay. So how many people have you seen ever? In never. That never. Exactly. That's my <laughs> point. So like, there are. Don't get me wrong. Like, there are occasions where you would go, oh, maybe they can't squat to parallel. I've never seen it in a physically active eighteen yeah. to forty-five, so fifty. The only ever. the only person I've had. That as I've had to re, I, I basically I just readjusted them, so I flipped them over, did a scour test on their hip, so I'm basically scouring their hip joint for what I would deem as deepest knee flexion, hip flexion, sorry, so they can get to their range, and that is how wide or where I set their hips when they go back into that assessment, back into that squat pattern, I would basically just wipe the edge of their hip wherever there's a kind of grease in their groove, they kind of get a little bit more range. I'm going to flip them back and then they could suddenly go a little bit further because I thought there was an issue and there was. So, um, yeah, I just have to do a scar assessment, but obviously get it done by somebody who knows what it's doing. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just, I think it's just, it's, I just find them baffling. It's, like, it's you not, can give someone like a dumbbell and go, right, do a goblet squat and they can fucking do a perfect squat. And then as soon as they put a barbell on their back, all of a sudden, <laughs> they think it's an excuse to do half reps. And you're like, well, you've got, you got to think, like, um, who's it? That's not Jimmy Gill. Uh, Mike Boyle, like within his regression progression protocol, on a squat pan, a goblet squat is a regression of a body weight, a body weight squat. Even though it's a load, it is a regression because of the fact that you're giving somebody a pair of abs, a pair of abs, a pack of abs that they're bracing on the front, which they probably couldn't do to hold hold their pelvis in line, be able to bring their fucking hips down and then knees up. So. Yeah, I would. I would. But that's envisage, my point. Is like once yeah. you've done that, you know you can do it. Like yeah, that's absolutely. that's exactly Actually, it. You like <laughs> trick someone. And you go here. You go take this. Hold this. Squat. Boom. Do it. Right. It's, so you can do it. I know you can do it. Interesting fact, actually, because the, there was a there was a video I did of uh, trying to increase my squat range a little bit about with some pulse squats and some like pails and fails, rails contractions at the bottom, and mm. it's my most saved video of people wanting to do that. Well, yeah, I, I, I explained this to a client the other day. I was like. The second you put load on your back and you go into a squat, is it's a stretch. Like yeah. you're you're loading that, you, you know, your body, and it's basically you're making it into a stretch if you hold at the bottom. Obviously, you don't do it with your rep max. It'd be stupid. But <laughs> if you start, if you're warming up with forty kilos, fifty, sixty, whatever, you can hold that bottom position. and It's a stretch. Like you should be able to find that comfortable position that your hip can get into. Your knees point out slightly. Your toes point out slightly. Um, yeah, and it's just like again, you advocating the, knee varus, mate. Oh my god! <laughs> um, and it's just like I just think to me again. This is gonna. I'm not. I don't want it to come across like this. It's not like I know or like I'm better than other people. It's not that. But it's like Definitely. to me. I just to <laughs> me. It's just like it just makes sense to me. It's just like you should be squatting yeah. as low as you can. Like why would you not be trying to squat as low as you can? Like if your new rep max is 80 kilos and you've just done it, you should be nailing 80 kilos as deep as you can, as regularly as you can. That sounded really dirty. Um, <laughs> for as many reps as you can, for as long as possible, before you even consider going up to 90, 100, fucking nail 80 kilos so much that you know what you're doing. <laughs> no, but my point is, if you go for 80 and you do it for one, and then you start doing it for twos and threes and fours and fives at good depth, 
then you can go, right, now I'm going to try 90. Don't go 80 one week and then go, oh, I'm going to go for 90 this week. And then do a half, <laughs> then do a half squat and go, I've done it, I've got it, it's 90. <laughs> um, no, you haven't. Like, don't be a moron. Yeah. Um, and like deadlifts, obviously, it's a little bit looser in terms of technique, right? And I'm not, I'm not as much of an expert in the deadlift. I'm really not. But I, again, I see it with deadlifts. And I'm like, okay, I don't mind you kind of like, getting that up for a one rep max because it would maybe pass in a competition. I'm like, I'm cool with that. Like you nearly broke your back, but it's fine. <laughs> but with a squat, it's like, it's pretty evident. It's like, no, that's not a squat. Like it's not up and down. Um, that's like with the bench. It's like, you can tell when someone's not, it's like halfway. You're like, no mate, that doesn't count. <laughs> and for some reason with bench, it's, it's like, it's a, it's a given. It's like, it's got to touch your chest and come back up again, pretty much touch your chest, come back up again. And that's full range. And if you're not doing that, it's half reps and people know that and people wouldn't post it on Instagram. But for some reason with squats, <laughs> it's like allowed, it's like no one batters an eyelid. Um, and I like, I love the squat. I love squatting. It's a great exercise and it just, it's butchered. And I hate it. Your voice went weirdly high during you just then. I know. <laughs> Sore throat, mate. In Sore throat. Fair enough. So legitimate reasons for not squatting to depth, half squatting, quarter squats, programmed into crazy loads. If you've got a Zimmer frame. Uh, yeah. Seriously, there's athletic, no real athletic population, it's been shown to... Obviously, this is the, like pin squats, where you literally touch the pins and up. You're forcing yourself to only squat to a half depth. It's legitimately programmed in. Um, it's not just... Oh, you wouldn't say... You'd, you'd write in, yeah, I'm, I'm quarter squatting today, lads. Uh, ladies. For a power development. Bam. So we... Myself and Andrew did it pre-competition, uh, where we loaded the bar up to what we wanted to squat basically in like, I don't know, 12, 13 weeks, what we thought we'd, we'd be able to get to. And we just were like, fuck, this is heavy, just to see what it felt like. And then did a few quarter squats with basically the, the weight we oh, wanted to... Oh, new PB, mate. New PB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New but we, we, did, we, we didn't put it as our rep max. That's what we were don't aiming going, for. Don't even bother going to the competition, mate. Just that's <laughs> it. I've done it. Ah, done it. Done it. Unracked it. Done it. Unracked it. Pin squat it. Blam. Straight up. But Brilliant. yeah, okay. But if, uh, so this just sounds like if you want to send your squat to Dan, he'll critique it for free. Yeah, I'll just go green light, red light. <laughs> go work on it. See you later. <laughs> then you can come and see me for a, or you can go to Alex for a, an assessment, right? Let's go to Alex Physio. Yeah, Alex, you can go see Alex. Alex is going to go, there's nothing fucking wrong with you. Start <laughs> squatting properly. Don't be a knob. Basically, that's Sweet. what's going to happen. All right. Um, moving on, I think we spent like 20 odd minutes talking about that, Dan. Good work. Well done. Most of it, just you going, ah, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, Tom. <laughs> right. Um, you can tell your calories are coming down, aren't they? Jesus. Fuck me. What calories mate, are after the, Mate, after on Sunday, after the weekend, yeah, I had a really down Sunday. I was good, mate. Don't you worry. It's, I told people this. It's when I, I rant when I'm in a good mood. I've, told, I've said this to people loads of times. It's when I go quiet. That's when I'm in low-calorie mode. Low-calorie mode. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Also, what's happened in, on social media, uh, please please see uh, Team Boxes. Uh, are you doing like a free, like three, four, five day a week programming or something like that? I don't know what it is on the video. But basically, you can click on that link. It's a, it's a wonderful video. But Team Box can't, uh, so this Team Box are the, the company that Dan works for. Um, can't count reps, mate. So, so Tom's got a real issue with like odd I'm, numbers. I haven't got an issue stuff. with odd numbers. It's just, I don't care about, it's just they just end up being weird. Tom like, doesn't like the fact that that we've programmed in some of our programs three sets of eleven because he's like it doesn't even add up to the right number. It's thirty three. Like you can't add that up. That's a stupid <laughs> number. And it's like just makes, Tom's just he's like for for someone whose grammar is so fucking poor <laughs> all the time. 
for someone whose grammar is so poor, I tell you what, for numbers, he's a real stickler for numbers. <laughs> he doesn't like certain numbers. So, like, I'm allowed to go to 14 or 16, that's okay, or 15, but 13 or 11 is a no-no. 9 yeah, or 7 just... are okay, because yeah, yeah, 9 right. and 7, if you go into 3s, it's not a, not a bad number, it's not a problem. But the second that you go into 11s or 13s, he doesn't like it. He's not happy. Just, they're just not good numbers. They're... Tom doesn't like prime numbers, you see. He hates prime numbers. <laughs> got big just, prime they just don't fit anywhere. They don't just, there's nothing why do, they do. Have to, why do they have to fit anywhere? Just because it doesn't calculate perfectly on a spreadsheet, Tom, doesn't right. matter. So in my brain, it's not kind of... It's, you know what aesthetically pleasing means? It's not aesthetically pleasing in my head. I'm looking at that and going... Well, I don't know. Their, their rep load, their volume, rep volumes is just mad. I don't understand so it. Where's it going it, from? I don't understand. The way it works, right, guys, <laughs> is you do week one, three tens, week two, three elevens, week three, you do three twelves. So you've just given you then have a, a, oh, you, you then have a deload. You then have a deload, right? You then go on the next week and you up the weight. So if you've used like the 30s for for three sets of 10 and then three sets of 11 and three sets of 12, you've progressed. You've got stronger. You've done more volume load. You're going to hopefully progress in terms of your muscle gain. So right? linear progression, Dan. Volume load, mate. Volume fucking load, right? <laughs> Adding a rep is useful. It helps. Um, oh, no. but, actually, but actually, the reason we did it was just to piss you off. That's the only reason we did it. There's no other reason, I refrained from trolling it. It was so annoying. I thought I'd I use to- my, I told, my I, I said to him, I was, like, we, I was like, any program we do from now on, we're going to program 7s, 9s, 11s, 30s. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Done. I can deal with 9s and 7s. Yeah, they're yeah, all right. yeah. The closer it gets to one, you're okay. Yeah, it's power yeah. Thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Close to powerlifting, that's cool. Yeah, I'm on yeah. five by fives right now, so yeah, that's fine. Oh, I can't deal with that. It's twenty five. That's a really weird number for you. <laughs> that's oh. no, that's perfect. That's a nice number. Twenty five. You see that all the time. I can't believe you're <laughs> jeopardizing your clients' profile fit in with your OCD of the numbers that you see on your spreadsheet. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Just they just they look nice. They look better. Anyone who's listening who's a client of Tom's. When he asks you to do an AMRAP, please do 11 or 13. Just, <laughs> just, just That's be fine, because I didn't program that in. Fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can work that out. All right. Um, so that's yeah. some Asperger's uh, stuff, that is. That's like something like Rain Man. Like you've got <laughs> you just can't see the number like that. It just stresses you out too much. I don't know. I've got, I've got two math. I've got, no, I've got maths A-level. I didn't do further maths at A-level. You didn't do fucking English, I know that. I know, I'm terrible at English. I did my English GCSE. <laughs> I don't know if anyone saw the... Uh, the, the, the Mate, post this is all you do. <laughs> Tom put out a post, right? And he put out a post and it said, it said, oh, something like, oh, pull-ups are really hard when oh, you're mate. over 90 kilos. And I was like, and I put the, uh, the correction, which is you are. And then he put, oh, I can't believe you're going to troll me on that. Uh, and then he, like a fish hook, like a bait. And I took the bait and I was like, I don't care. Like, I'm just going to point it out again. So I pointed it out again. And I put you are, you are with a star. And then he put, I can't believe um, you didn't wait to bait or something. And it should have been was, but he put wait. So I trolled him again on the troll. And he was like, I give up. He was like, I give up. <laughs> Every time you post something, there's a spelling mistake or there's a grammatical error. And it's yeah. too easy to just, just go correct it. Just, it's too easy. Oh, it's just meh. It's just because it's because it's. You and and you one are. other person. Just think. Just say it. Just say it. Right. <laughs> Does it all when the you're time. looking at it, just say it as you were speaking. <laughs> so you are. If it's you are, it's got an apostrophe. If it's someone's possession, it's your. It's your bottle. That means it's why. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Fine. I'm never going to be writing copy for anybody. It's fine. I'm okay. Dude, no. Ever, <laughs> never. You get paid for it. <laughs> if you want something to sound ridiculous, then let me write it. 
if, you're, if you're writing copy for a nine-year-old, <laughs> and buy a product. Get Tom to write it for you. It'll probably work really well. Oh, God. Yeah, fine. Um, <laughs> so, another news. Um, if anybody's listening, obviously, we've got, I think we've got some new listeners. Of, we get news listeners every week, but welcome to the show if you haven't done it. But um, previously, it must have been pre Christmas, um, one of our shows, um, that uh, Davina McCall got absolutely shredded on. Uh, not to didn't get shredded, she got ripped apart. Well, she, is, she, is <laughs> she is pretty shredded, to be fair, um, for a post that she since deleted on her Instagram. Um, Obviously, she was because she was getting quite a lot of angry fit pros um, coming out, just calling her dicks and stuff. So we, we sent up a message to her and put some people where they could find our podcast and actually talk about what she was meant to be talking about. But she's uh, found an education source, so she's enrolled in a nutritional education um, course, which is fair play to her. Well done. Just like to say, good. That's exactly what people should be doing. Instead of just being like, oh, you're a dick, and go study it yourself then. Like, then she's actually bettering herself by going, go and do some study. Go and find out why she was wrong, which is good on her. Well done. Let's hope, let's hope they did teach her why she was wrong. Um, didn't just like, reinforce what um, she was saying. But we, 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 yeah, we can't I, know that. Yeah. <laughs> they're not like, as we, if, we think, we think they're okay. So, should, be should we assume they are? But, um, yeah. but yeah, obviously, we, um, in the Push for Legs group, Phil Learney commented and said that he offered her a place on the ACA for yeah. her agent, which she declined. So I'd imagine that would have taken too long. Um, you know, it actually requires some sort of, edu- you know, some sort of. Edu- <laughs> the, the, Phil, I mean, the, the ACA is like a year, isn't it? So yeah, it's actually, it's actually studying. It's actually probably <laughs> yeah. a three-day course is a little bit easier to do. So yeah, probably just yeah. It's fine. But cool. yeah. Who knows? Let's hope it's the start of her new wonderful career as a nutritionist. Yeah. Um... Toned in 10. That's her thing, isn't it? Toned in 10. It was, it was only a matter of time till someone used that one, wasn't it? Toned in 10. It's good. Rolls off the tongue. You know, lean in 15, toned in 10. Sweaty 20 will be the next one. <laughs> Mate, um, you, can, you can do that. It'll be fine. Um... <laughs> All right. Um, there, was a, there was a post the other day um, from Mr. Brett Contreras, also um, a chap who I do follow on uh, Instagram. I think he listens i'm not too sure the the uh name right now off the top of my head but um there was a a post he wrote for the top 10 exercises for bulking and the top 10 exercises for cutting so i thought it'd be interesting to find out what dan's are they're the same they are the same yeah but yeah they're the same yeah. <laughs> um yeah but i'd mate fuck those deadlift squat bench pull up shoulder press row like I mean, come on. It's pretty simple, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's not, fucking simple. Like, it's not like rocket science, is just, it? Just to, to shed some... Action. Hinge, leg press, tricep, <laughs> like, yeah. No arms in here. Obviously, he's, he's I, picked I, the top 10. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you're going to do only 10 exercises, you probably wouldn't do arms, but no it's... Arms. So you've got squat, deadlift, hip thrust, obviously. Oh, of course you put that in. I wouldn't put that in. <laughs> Walking lunge. Yeah. Um, Debatable. Leg, leg press, yeah. Then you got bench press, chin up, military press, bent over row, dip. I don't like the bent over row. I'd rather have a cable row. I'd rather have a cable row as well. He just missed the he just missed the barbell, didn't he? He loves a barbell. He does love a barbell. Bent over row is a little bit too taxing. Um, lower back wise, especially if, yeah, you, limited, if you've been you're limited by your lower back as to how much you can lift. Yeah. But he's doing it for the carryover to deadlift, so yeah, because he, he's that he's that way inclined, isn't he? So. Basically for hypertrophy and fat loss. But I thought it was interesting that it's just they're like. If that's not a way of saying that some people overcomplicate shit, then it is. If you've got weird fangled exercises oh, and you've been only training for about three years, then those just pick those ten. 
Yeah, we, me and Boxy had a chat about this the other day. Uh, we were saying that it's funny how as we've got older, we've just gone completely back to basic. Full, full circle. Point. I've, I've, because when I, I saw that. I, I, I was just looking at my off-season thinking, right, once I've done this shoot, what am I going to do in 18 months, 24 months to get bigger and to get stronger? And I looked at it and I was like, right, I'm going to put 100 kilos on the bar, my bench, and I'm going to go, right, I'm going to do two reps, three reps, four reps, whatever it is. Each day I do it, I'm just going to do AMRAP. I'm going to go as many reps as I can. Some days I won't be feeling great and I won't be able to get the max. Some days I'll be feeling amazing and I'll be able to hit big numbers. And what we do with our weight and our calories over the weeks is we average them out. Well, I would do exactly the same with my bench press. And I would go, right, where's my average this month? of these four weeks right it's at five reps next week next block in the next four weeks i'm going to go right look at my average if my average goes up to six or seven i might then go right i'm gonna put 110 on the bar and i'm going to back to doing the two reps the three reps the four reps and it is literally a case of just doing that it and it's really fucking boring it's the most basic way of doing it but the more we look at it and the more we go into it is like the training during muscle gain or fat loss doesn't really need to change other than how hard you're potentially pushing yourself because when you're in a muscle gain you're trying to basically force yourself to a certain point of failure so that you have enough volume so that you grow and when you're in a fat loss phase you're trying to get the minimum amount required to stimulate to hit a threshold and that you can recover from but the exercises do not change the rep ranges don't necessarily change it's just the intensity at which you perform them and how often you perform them at that high intensity might change other than that the calories is all that changes and we were just saying how like people can really fucking overcomplicate things and make things try and sound really really clever and really really like advance and you just don't need it like and i just looked at it and went right if in two two years time i'm benching 130 140 for four or five reps over that i'm gonna get fucking bigger there is zero chance if i'm in a calorie surplus i will not be getting bigger um so i was just like right that's the goal that's how i need to do just month on month over the time over the years just do that and it's really boring like again i i the amount of clients i've had say to me oh this training plan's a bit basic what do you fucking want? <laughs> no, I know then for a fact you're not training very hard because they look at them and go, oh, it's only four or five exercises. And I keep coming back to Danny because we talked about him before, but Danny came to um, see me and Steve for uh, an hour and a half um, to have a session with us. Um, he wanted a one-on-one session and we just took him through loads of different exercises. And he came away and was like, fucking hell, I cannot believe like how different training can be when you do it properly and you think about how you're supposed to do things. And he's only got say four exercises on a leg day and he's messaged me like today or yesterday and he's like fucking hell my legs are in bits and it's like yeah you don't need like eight exercises you don't need 20 sets of 20 reps walking lunges supersetted with body weight squats supersetted with fucking calf raises you just need the fucking simple things done very well over time so four or five exercises each session is more than enough that you need to absolutely fucking kill yourself in the gym and get progress the problem is people don't mm. train with intensity. They don't know where their limits are. They don't push themselves uh, and they don't train with fucking full range of motion as we've established. Um, and that that's the problem right there. And I know Danny went away from it and he'd had to lower his weights on quite a few things like hamstring curls, um, lap pull downs. But he was like, fuck me. Like the next day he was like, I'm in bits. He messaged me. He was like, I'm in bits. And this is a guy who's trained for a long time. Um, and he was like, he's like, I couldn't believe it. And it's like, exactly. You just need to be taught sometimes how to go through certain things. And, we're the same. Like when I train with Steve, every so often he'll just go, look, come on, you're getting sloppy now. Focus. And you do it and you do feel it. You're like, shit, I can really notice it. And it's, it's just the basics. Like we just come back to the same training programs most of the time and go, oh, so what are we doing today? Oh, we're going to do a pull down variation, a row variation, 
um, you know, a hip hinge variation. It's like, it's not rocket science. It's See, the most boring thing in the world to program. I think, I think yeah, like, because I went through literally that last week when I was coming to the end of my 531. Um, and then I was just like, all right, I'm going to sit down, look at what I'm doing. And after seeing that post, it kind of reaffirmed. I was like, yeah, fucking just do it, Tom. Then I've got four days a week. Um, and I'm literally upper, lower, upper, lower on every single day. Or lower, upper, lower, upper. And that is it. I'm, so I'm training four times a week. Essentially, it is total body. Four times mm. a week. But pff, it's, not, it's not enough. Like It's not going to kill me, but it will kill me, essentially. So I think I, as you get older as well, you get less bored with yeah. continuity as well. That's the other thing. I think I can commit to a program now for a lot longer. I don't get bored. And I think the other thing is if you have... Like, let's say on that program, the upper, low, lower, upper, right? You've got three staples that you put in there, which is your, let's say on a low, one lower day, you do a deadlift, you do a leg press, and then you Sorry. do like a lunge variation, right? Sorry. Let's just say that's your day, right? Then what you do after that, you could then go, oh, I'm going to do two other exercises. But you know what? It doesn't matter what I do each day. I can fuck, I can fuck around. I can do leg extensions one day. I can do a Bulgarian the next day. It doesn't really matter because you've got those three that are the fundamentals of that day. I literally did that today in terms of, so I had... Uh incline benching and i looked at it i looked at i'd uh, program bent over rows and i went and did a, cape, a fucking heavy ass cable row instead just because i uh, i did rack pulls the day before and i was like this this that i probably programmed that a little bit off there and thinking i'd do yeah, bent over I, rows I just, and think, rack I just think if you're if you're gaining if you're looking to gain size and you're in a calorie surplus which a lot of people are this time of year um is and a lot of trainers are as well is you get those three fundamental exercises right and you're progressing on those. The, the fluff that you do after that, you don't have to program it. You can rock up one day and do biceps 320s. You can rock up <laughs> the next day and do four eights. You can rock. It really doesn't matter. You've got those fundamentals in there that you know you're going to do. And as long as you program those fundamentals so that you don't have any soreness or weakness from day to day. Um, and obviously in the first week, you always get a bit but worse yeah. soreness anyway. But of course. it doesn't really matter then if you're programming the other exercises perfectly. It can be literally you might have 45 minutes for a session. Get in, do those three exercises and get out. Like you don't have to be like, oh, I can't fit six exercises in, so I shouldn't train. No, go balls to the wall on those three and get out. You're going to be making progress regardless. Um, it's interesting and I, saying I, that. I, I just really like watching Jeff Alberts. I, I follow him a lot on Instagram. Yeah. I just think we can all learn so much from him. Like it, it, it's really fucking basic when I look at his, his programming. But hats off to him. He know because he knows. He's at that age. He just knows. And I just think that we've got the benefit of looking at someone that experiences do what they're doing. I do what they're doing. Like there's a reason that it works. Um, yeah, I just, I just don't know. I think it's, I found really fucking old saying that as you get older, but <laughs> I just think that we owe it to our clients as well to just be like, right, these are the exercises that I want you to progress on. After that, we can fuck around and do arms, but these are the ones we want to do. Like you have to be improving on those. I probably said um, that to every single one of my, one of my clients. Um, I'm just, I'm going to pick on you, VJ. Um, I must have said this to him a million times. I didn't, couldn't give a crap what you do on your fourth, fifth, sixth exercise of what I program for you. I was like, I'm only looking at those numbers. Mm. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it's like when you send you my spreadsheet, I'm like, I'm going to look at that and see where your progress is happening. Yeah, exactly. Because those are the ones I'm working out the programming. I'm like, bam, 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 bam. All right, now we need that. Mm. Now we need that. So it's interesting. Yeah. And, and then the fluff work, I've got... Because I've got four exercises programmed in every single day. Fluff work, I've literally just wrote, written every single day, optional, arms, core, carries, conditioning. There you go. That's our, that's our sister podcast. Yeah. Carry, core, conditioning. <laughs> she's, she's 
great. Like that doesn't exist, by the way, guys. Just let <laughs> start like typing into iTunes. Blam. What? Where yeah. is it? Just to talk about carries and core, my favourite ones. No, don't. Um, carries are awesome. Carries counters all of the all of the above essentially. Yeah, they are arms. They are conditioning. They are carries, obviously, and they're fucking core. horrible, is what they are. <laughs> Amazing. Right. Um, yeah. Also, um, so I'm gonna ask you a question, Dan. Oh, um, philosophical. Um, shit. It's not. It's not really philosophical. It's. I think it's got. It's. Uh, it's definitely got an answer. So, because it, it got me thinking, um, when I, I got a weird, a weirdly kind of odd reaction when I posted that, uh, well, you just trolled me about my grammar, but obviously on, uh, the weight for a pull-up, um, and how I thought, is the pull-up the only exercise that gets harder when you bulk? Um... And easier when you cut? Like drop. I would. Walk away. I would say no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I would also say would. It depends on on how you <laughs> program them, but I would say ab rollouts. Ab rollouts. Get surely that gets harder. The harder heavier you are, the heavier you are, and it gets easier the more. We're talking bar- barbell rollouts, not the little. Yeah, yeah, barbell <laughs> rollouts. Yeah, I mean, not to not to the same degree that a pull up obviously is. Um, Okay, that's, but yeah, yeah, any any body weight like that, I guess. The other one is, you know, if you did walking lunges with no weight, but no one really does that. Yeah. But that would be harder. That would be harder. But you'd have an external load with that, and you'd probably, so it wouldn't really, it's not a huge thing. No. But yeah, pull-ups, it's, it's funny watching Steve trying to do a pull-up at the moment. Fuck yeah. me. <laughs> boy's he's a real right, fat boy. Yeah. He's really fat at the moment. And it's the first time he's got to a point where like his abs have started going in off season. Oh, like, really? For most of us, it happens. It's just life. Like in off season, we just live without abs, but he's got really thick abs and they show even off season. He's got to the point now where he's eating so much food, <laughs> and so much weight that he's just fat. Um, and I troll him all the time. Cause I can find pull-ups really easy now at 73 kilos. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's quite funny, but he's just started dieting now. Cause he realized he was like, yeah, I'm just a bit fat now. But, yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah, he was, he was just bulking for his powerlifting, I think. Just wanted yeah. just to fucking do it. And then after that, he's like, yeah, I've eaten too much now. <laughs> it's quite funny. But yeah, I, I re- it, the I pull-ups re- definitely are, are really 90. hard. I was still doing, I was doing five, I've just programmed in five, five sets of AMRAPs. So on that day, I literally did like 10, 8, 8, 7, 7. Um, and I was just like, because I'm probably, I don't know, 7 to 10 kilos heavier than where I was probably doing loads of them. So, I'm definitely eight kilos heavier than I should be where I'd be powerlifting, basically competing. Yeah. So, bulk in. Um, yeah. So, I've just found, I was just like, this is hard. I can normally knock out sets of 10, like nobody's business, easy. Yeah. Um, but it was just very odd. Um, <laughs> I was doing a pronated as well. I, I'm a fan of a neutral pull-up, so. Yeah, but if if you know, if if we're, we're, if we're like ridiculously stupid and we're missing an exercise what exercise is harder on a bulk well we are ridiculously stupid <laughs> and easier on a cut and vice versa I think it's every other fucking exercise is easier on, easier on a bulk than on a cut um just because mm. shit gets hard and you can't lift as much Damn. should be good um yeah interesting question I thought that it, it, it came to me well, I just told you one I <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but you can't. You can't like. What do you mean? You can't. What do you mean you can't. No, 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 you can't track the load. Really. That's the. You that's the only problem with that. Well, you, you can. You track your weight. Just, it's a load. Same no, as you on a pull up, right? It's just not real exercise, though, is it? Yeah. Oh, all right. Just tell everyone who's good at pull-up. I'm on that. You, no, okay. It's not like a a one A B or C. It's just a. Oh, well, we'll do these at the end. It's fine. Yeah, true. I'll let you. <laughs> I feel like doing some abs today. Right, sit ups. No, don't be more. Oh, abs. hang on a minute, mate. You missed the fucking class. dips. Dips. Oh yeah, what fucking hell. Exactly the same. Isn't it? You do chins yeah, and dips. Okay. Don't you? Chins and dips. I was just sat there like. I bet there's people like screaming at us. On yeah. The- <laughs> Like, now we've got it. We heard you. We heard you. Yeah, dang. We heard dips. you. Well, me and you don't. Press ups. We don't really program dips. Fucking loads, mate. Press ups. I mean, press-ups. we need your day. Handstand push ups. Nah, that's not a real thing. That's not a real thing, is it? Cycling. Yeah. That probably gets harder. <laughs> running. Definitely running. Yeah. This is a load running. It's not real exercise. Catch, catching the fucking bus. <laughs> Sweet. Um, yeah. And also, I got asked questions. Um, so I think this is just. We've. we've Go back and listen to activity trackers and what we think of them. But I got asked, because, I don't know, I posted about my activity a fair bit. And uh, I hit 600, no, over 700% of my exercise goal on my Apple Watch yesterday, which is ridiculous. Um, Mainly because Dan met, well, I was waiting for Dan at a Vans shop. And then I went in, saw a coat I liked, and then I walked back there, uh, basically, on uh, (laughs) yesterday morning. Which put my ca- my calories well skewed, so I had to eat shit time, mate. So it was good. Um, but I've been, I've been asked a few times now in the past week of, oh, are they accurate, accurate, or are they, oh, what's better? I'm like, just get one and just use it, and it's better than nothing. If if that's just my opinion, I think you should track your if you're if you're tracking your calories in, track your calories out as well. Then you can. You're more likely to know where you're going. It's just trying to get somewhere without a map and not having the whole map. All right. Fuck off. I've been half a map. Half a map. All right. It's not great. Like calories out, calories in. We need to know both. Hopefully, or have a good kind of guess, estimation, a good educated guess about it. Obviously, we don't know exactly what your calories in and out. We're not going to put some sort of mask or on like oxygen mask on you the whole time. No, mm. but. It's the best thing we got for the general public, and we will use them. And we use that data, don't we, Dan? Sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's handy for us as coaches. It's handy for you as people. Good. All right. Um. Stupid things on the internet, Dan. Ooh, that sounds like bollocks. Probably because it is. Stupid things on the internet this week. Oh yeah, fuck me, God. Yeah, another. Um. Yeah. Uh, swipe up to uh, find out how to become a six-figure online personal brand well you gotta do a swipe it, up it'll 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 cost you a hundred thousand pound <laughs> hmm i wonder how they're doing that oh my god it's just like fucking 16 year old kids fucking rich dads that telling people now to become six figure pick pros it's fucking ridiculous um like six figures this is some kind of holy grail as well because when you actually understand how much tax you have to pay and all that sort of stuff you ain't actually got that much money um unfortunately and if anybody anybody yeah. uh, is listening to this on the day it comes out, tax deadlines today. Well, I'm good. Yeah, fuck. I got, <laughs> I got that sorted out. I, yeah. uh, I got absolutely fucking stung. I, I, hate, I hate the fucking tax man. Um, 
<laughs> I was saying this to Steve actually. If it came out, the amount it comes out every month, you wouldn't really, you wouldn't really you would be like, not. oh, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. But because it comes in one go, you're like, oh my God, that's so much money. But <laughs> when I was at the gym, obviously at the gym we were employed and it used to come out every month and you just yeah. didn't, you have a bat an eyelid, you just get what you get. You get your piece when you actually, at the end of the year. But when you like, get oh. paid it all, when you get paid it all, then you have to give it away again. It's so different to when you just have it taken <laughs> away at the source. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I mean, oh, I just don't, I just don't get it like the whole like become a six figure i'll tell you how you become a six figure professional in anything is you work fucking really hard like there ain't no tricks there ain't no tips it's just turning up regularly obviously putting out the right content and stuff but you look at these people that are doing it they are turning up every day they don't take a day off they don't do days off they don't go on holidays they don't and if they do they're taking their camera they're filming it all they're doing like so the people who are like, oh, yeah, I want my weekends off. Like, well, not being funny, but chances are you probably won't be six-figure fit bro because these guys, the reason they're there is that they live it, they breathe it, they do it 24-7. Uh, and it's just a, a massive, massive fucking, I don't want to say con, but, I mean, yeah, you might need a mentor, but fucking don't pick a fucking 16-year-old kid who's got, <laughs> who's, who's got, who's born into money. Like, how are you a six-figure fit bro? Oh, my dad gave me the money. Brilliant. That's not how it works. Um, yeah, it's just I'm, I'm a million miles away from it. So what the fuck do I know? But I mean, we've only got you know we've only got about three thousand three thousand downloads. I think it is per episode. So we're miles away from being six figures of anything. But <laughs> um, we've got a bit more integrity than some of the other people who have got six figures followers. Oh, definitely, like oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that ends, mate. Wonderful. A bit ranty there, I thought, but I'm that's all good. It's because I'm fueled by cereal. Stuff. I think I think you're a bit ranty. Hopefully, I, I gave some uh, honest opinions of it. Um, but yeah, it's with some rationale, mate. Like, people like fun. passion, don't they? They like they passion. do. Yeah, with uh, no one with likes <laughs> some analytical stuff. Um, yeah, sweet. Anything happening this week? No, I'm going snowboarding on Sunday. Snowboarding, skiing. I've I can't fucking been... wait. Are you taking like? Are you going to film it all? I've never been snowboarding in my life. I've been snowboarding, that's a lie. I've been snowboarding. I had one lesson, which was two hours, which I really enjoyed. Um, but it's been thrust upon me last minute. I'm going, we've decided snowboarding now, decided. Okay. Um, and Doug, our lovely friend Doug, has insisted that I be filmed the whole time. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. And I was like, why is everyone so insistent on me hurting myself? Like, Why do they It's going to be hilarious. That? It's just going to be like, there goes Dan's ACL. Awesome. Oh, I, <laughs> I could fuck myself up big time. But yeah, um, I'm just going to go on the kid's slope and I'll be good. I'm just staying on that. Mate, you're just going to stay on the one with the little button lift. You'll be fine. Just go up there. Oh, yeah, I, that's, I, it. that's all I want out of it. I, I'm hey, happy on that I'm, one. See, I want to see you on a... I would love to, have you been on a T-bar lift? Obviously I'm not. Done, I'm, I, no. Why, mate? What the fuck? <laughs> when you say T-bar, I just think of a T-bar. Like, oh, T-bar, T-bar, right. T-bar, T-bar, right. T-bar, right. T-bar, right. Uh, yeah, cool. So there's there's a place that we go to in Norway that's near my girlfriend's parents. That's that's only got T-bar lifts. And can, you, can you ski and snowboard? Yeah. Well, how hard can it fucking be? <laughs> I mean, it's not that. I mean, I'll be able to do it. I'm not concerned in the slightest. If you can do it, I'll be fine. I, I sucked at the beginning. Well, I yeah. Sucked royally. But yeah, basically, as royally as much as I found the T-bar lift, fucking impossible on a snowboard. It's, Mate, it's, like, it's how you so learn. Hard. You suck at everything. It's like it's like all those people back squatting half reps. Like, they learn, <laughs> Full circle. There we go. I think we ramp that. <laughs> Close right. that loop, mate. Close that loop. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Please, please video everything. Um, I will 
yeah, I will give you. I'm um, going to try an Instagram story as much as I can, but yeah, um, I am limit. I am limited to how much I can record. Um, yeah. But I will too, do my best to show you guys what I get up to when I'm away for ten days. Um, so we're going to pre-record a few podcasts before I go away, so that we, no, you guys don't miss me, obviously, too much. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I'll, I'll try and do my best to record stuff. But um, yeah, like I said, it's more a case of. Um, and interesting as well, my diet and stuff, I'm fucking going in. I don't give a shit. I'm I'm not dieting when I'm away. So I'm hoping that I burn a lot of calories just getting up from the snow you will. Every, two, you every two seconds. Absolutely will. I'll be, I'll be smashed to pieces. So I'm hoping that I'll get away with it because um, there's so much nice food out there as well. So, yeah, um, 10 days I think I'm going. 10 days. So be interesting. It'll be fun. So I'm going to try and document as much of that as I can. Wonderful. And uh, no doubt it'll just be pictures of me face planting in the snow. <laughs> She's always fun. <laughs> it sounds like a, na- a name of a band, mate. It sounds awesome. All right. We will catch you next week. Catch you later, guys.